Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're enjoying it. And if you are, please let others know. Leave us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or Spotify. Uh, and let your friends know about us so you can help spread the love. Uh, speaking of love, I just want to give a shout out to some new followers that we have on Twitter. We've got Salman Meeman and at uh, eExplorus. Also, Tequila Sun Lovers, Ryan Gerich. And a big shout out to Navy Dog 3, who is a husband, dad, papa, and proud Navy veteran. So welcome. Enjoy the conversation that we often have on Twitter. You can find us there, at Consent Adults. All right, today's episode is different from all the others because it's not about ethical non-monogamy. It's about non-monogamy. A woman married to the same man for over three decades has been unfaithful throughout her marriage. But even though the husband has known about it, he hasn't done much to end it. He's jealous because he wants me to be faithful to him. He doesn't want me with anyone else. But I think his fear, I can't speak for him, is that I will leave him if he puts any demands on the situation. Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well... Grow up. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually, like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is 51-year-old Kylie, who is an elementary school teacher, been married for 32 years. Her husband is one year older than she is. They have three adult children, and throughout the marriage, Kylie has been unfaithful with multiple affairs. Certainly, you are not the only married woman out there who's struggling with some of these issues, and I think it'll be helpful uh, to those women who'll be hearing this. Married for 32 years. Yeah, we've had a lot of ups and downs. Um, I was 17, he was 18. I fell in love quickly. He's just so affectionate and romantic. And we dated for four years and got married. I was very young, 21. Looking back, you know, that was just such a young age to get married at 21 and 22, even though we'd been together for four years. And you know, we, everyone thinks they're going to have the white picket fence and everything's going to be great, you know. And um, Well, that's what we all want, right? Yeah. I mean, we struggled financially. We've had a couple of windfalls through inheritances. And um, financially has been our biggest issue. And um, for now, me, our, our sex life uh-huh. are the two biggest issues. Would you say that when you're having financial problems, it kind of affects every it affects other? Everything. Yeah, right? Um, yeah. We live in an area that... It's totally middle class, but it's expensive to live in California. Um, You know, there's been times when my husband, uh, he worked for um, family business. There's times when it made money, times when it didn't. I was fortunate to be a stay-at-home mom for a while when things were going well with his company. And when things weren't going well, I had to go back to work. I love my job. I love what I do. I don't mind uh, working because I have a career that I, I really enjoy. But it is hard when... 
you feel like both of you are making a decent income, but you're living way beyond your means. And you're just trying to to pay the bills and have a comfortable life, you know? And so when you're struggling that way, then all the other stuff, like in the bedroom. Right. Because uh, he's stuff. stressed. I'm stressed. Right. It never affected my my sex drive. But <laughs> I think sex uh, is more like a comfort when I'm stressed. It, you want to have sex. I want it. I want affection and I want and everything's going to be okay. And I want him to hold me. And, and he just, you know, even when he was younger, it's really, he was one of those guys that just had a low testosterone from the beginning. I always thought it was me that I wasn't attracted enough. I wasn't thin enough. What's wrong with me? And I realized years later that, you know, I have a few pounds on me and I still can attract men. I have always been able to. First of all, you're 51, but you don't look 51. Thank you. And I know you don't act it. Thank you. No, I don't. (laughs) That's what people say. (laughs) Can you kind of compare for me your sex life when you guys were both younger compared to when did you notice a real shift? Well, I'm the one that put him off for a year and a half. You know, he he was a horny 18-year-old, you know. One of the many things that made him want me more, he had more girlfriends than I had boyfriends. We're like, it's like, not that I have a lot of boyfriends, but... We just went opposite later. I mean, he was, and he still is to me, good looking. He was in shape. I thought he was just gorgeous. And um, he had a lot of girlfriends. And I'd only had a couple boyfriends by the time I met him. I was a virgin. I was not experienced. And he actually, he's kind of an old-fashioned guy. Even though he'd had his, his experiences, he loved that I just wasn't going to give it away at once. Well, a lot of men are that way, right? Yeah. Total double standard where if they're just messing around, it's okay. But for the woman they're going to take home and kind of, you know, introduce to mom, they want her to be pure, right? I'm the first one she liked. So you found your special guy. You got married. You've been married for 32 years. Did you find that your sex life changed as you both got older? Definitely. It's funny. In my 20s, sex was not that important to me. I I didn't love it. I didn't need it. I didn't hate it. I didn't really put a lot of importance on it or or feel bad when we weren't making love. It was a weekly thing and it was fine at that time. But as time went on and he got older and he got stressed, he became less interested. I became more interested. How did it affect you when you saw that suddenly your husband was not as interested in sex anymore? Did you take it personally? Did you see that as a reflection on you? I thought because I'd put on a little weight. I was very thin in my 20s. I put it all on me. He assured me that wasn't it. He really didn't, maybe he didn't know why he was starting to lose interest. I think it's because he had a little testosterone and stressed out with work. Financially, we were struggling. Um, looking back, I wish I could tell my old self, it's not you. <laughs> I didn't know he had a little testosterone. I thought it was all me. So that's when I started, I call it making poor choices. I wanted to convince myself that I was still desirable, still attractive. And um, what kind of bad choices did you make? Well, I got married so young, I didn't do the the single life, you know. And so my friends were getting divorced and they wanted to go out and go to nightclubs and go party. And I was the good wife up until my late 20s, didn't do that kind of thing. And then I started going out and found guys are attracted to me and I knew most of them just wanted a one-night stand or just sex, but there were um, some nice guys that really did want a relationship if I wanted to pursue that. And I finally realized that at that time, I had only put on maybe five to, five to seven pounds, but I was still relatively thin. And I, I was starting to figure out it's, it's not just me. It helped my self-esteem, but I had this tremendous 
sense of guilt of what I was doing. I didn't want to divorce him. We had one child at the time. But you were cheating on him? Yes. With more than one man? Not at the same time, but it would be a one-night stand or it'd be a brief affair. And I always feel guilty. Did you ever tell your husband about these affairs? He saw some conversation I had with somebody that I had met. And he put spyware on the computer that I didn't know. And he found out. He forgave me, but then I did it again. And I think he continued to use the spyware. But we didn't talk about it again. It was kind of like maybe he just accepted it was happening. Kind of like the wives that accept their husbands are cheating. He didn't bring it up again. I know it hurt him because he was distant from me. I'm pretty sure he was aware of it. If he continued with the spyware, he had to know. But we didn't talk about it again. It was kind of just not spoken. Did you continue to have affairs? Because I did. Not all the time. I would maybe go a year. I'd feel guilty. It would just happen on and off. But it was giving you something that you were missing at home. It was. And then I'd tell myself, well, that's not what I want. I really want a committed relationship that's passionate, loving. We still continue to have sex, but I just felt like it was just once a week. And I felt like it wasn't exciting anymore. So it's just an act, like yeah. like going through the motions. It felt like he was appeasing me. So oh. I think his fear was I would leave him. My fear was he'd leave me. It was one of the things we didn't discuss the elephant in the room. And And you still haven't discussed this really, have you? Um, we discussed an incident that I was with, uh, someone famous and he knows about it. I've came clean with my husband. It's almost like I was so excited by it. I wanted to make him jealous, to be honest. I well, wanted hold, him to hold know on a he doesn't try harder. Not that this person's going to want, want me to be his girlfriend. I was very aware that wasn't going to happen. Okay. You, you can't just gloss over you had sex with someone famous or, or whatever, yeah. whatever happened. Yeah. So you're talking about, we don't want no, to name him. I don't want to say the name. Um, he's a singer. He's a performer. Yes. Can you tell, like, how did you meet? I mean, how did this happen? I went to a concert with a girlfriend and we bought very expensive tickets to go to a private party afterwards. I don't want to say where this is at, you know, but we thought... Why don't we have dinner at this hotel nearby? We go into this little cafe at a hotel. Oh, my God. He's sitting there with his wife at a table nearby. And my friend goes, oh, my God. She goes, look over there. And it's like half empty. I'm like going, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. And I go over there. I feel, I'm can't You're even, starstruck, can't, right? I'm starstruck. I can't even talk. I'm just like, so I had met him years ago at a book signing. So, um... I showed him the picture of he and I on my cell phone. Of course, he doesn't remember me, of course. But we take a picture, and I'm so excited. And I said, I'm here for your concert. And he's like, you know, he introduces us to his wife. And and he says, yeah, we're staying at the hotel here. And I said, you know, we're coming to the private party at this hotel. That's why we decided to park here. He goes, great, I'll see you, see you at the private party after. So we have really good seats. We really splurged on this concert. So we go to the concert. And at one point, I feel like he's looking at me. I'm not sure, but in the picture I have, it looks like he's looking at me. And <laughs> he's singing one of my favorite songs. And and then we go to the private party, comes up to me, and his wife's not at the private party. So we're taking pictures, and there's hors d'oeuvres. And well, I don't know how much more to say. <laughs> You don't just go from like hors d'oeuvres to, what did you go from hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> Finger sandwich to what? He uh, asked for my phone number and. Wow. Yeah. And so um, we went out into the corridor. We kissed and he said he'd like to see me again. I was feeling like I was living in a, 
a dream. Especially since I know who you're talking about and I would be a little gaga too. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not heavy, but I have a few pounds on me and I've been told I'm attractive and I just felt so flattered, you know, like, is this real? Is this really happening to me? There's really nothing. And no matter what people say about, oh, I, I don't need validation or I don't need whatever. There is something to be said when someone shows interest in you, it just boosts your ego. Yeah. I mean, how can it not? Yeah. <laughs> then he uh, texted me later to make sure I made it home okay. All we did is kiss that time. And he performs all over. And when he's in town, we did get together a couple times. Uh, and, um, it was fun. I'll always remember it. And Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you had sex with him? Yes. And it happened more than once? Three times. So that did something for your self-confidence, oh, yeah. did it not? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would get so excited when he'd call me or text me and it was a phone his wife didn't know about. Or You were um, like schoolgirl all over again, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He loved hearing about what my favorite songs were and I'd read his book I read about his life and he loved that I was so interested in him. He said, you know. And vice versa. Yeah. He doesn't feel relevant anymore because he's older. But I said, you know what? You don't know how many people still feel you're rel- very relevant. He touched a lot of lives. I know? love his songs. And when I hear them, it brings me back like automatically. Yes. You remember where you were. Exactly. I mean, it's that nostalgia. It's that feeling. Yes. Of remembering like the good sights and sounds and just told him being back there. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. So did your husband find out? The way he found out, he has some kind of spyware again, you know, on my cell and computer, whatever. Apparently you need a new computer. Yes. <laughs> well, I think that's why I'm a good girl. <laughs> I think he always did have something. I don't think he was threatened this person was going to give up his life for me. I think he actually did feel threatened by the whole thing. And he asked me, are you dating so-and-so? And I said, I don't know if you call it dating. Um, we have gotten together. And he says, well, what so is... So you were, you were honest about your infidelity. Yeah. He wanted to know what this person wanted from me. Um, my husband's like a, a husband and a dad all at once. He's protective of me, which I love about him. He's worried that I'm going to get hurt. You know, that not physically, but just really messed with my head, you well, know? Sure. And he did in a way. He never promised me anything, but... You know, I got caught up in it all, and it was like a dream come true, and I was fantasizing about how this could be. Of course. What I do have to say about this person is that he ended it very nicely. There was um, no drama. He was kind, and it, it was what it was. And I'll always, like I said to him, I'll always remember it. It was like— So you look back <laughs> on it, and it's like a really cherished memory for you. I get a little emotional because he's just so nice and kind to me, and he wasn't mean, and he didn't just ghost me. He just said, you know, I think it's— I told him my husband knew and he was worried about his own situation. He didn't want problems for me as out of respect or his own situation. And um, I really appreciate that he handled that. So something about older guys, I mean, they, he handled it so well, you know, and um, I'll always remember it and I don't want to hurt his life. He doesn't want to hurt my marriage. And so um, I get emotional. I think about it because he was just so kind. Aside from the excitement and yeah. this newfound passion again, even when it ended, there was a lot of kindness and just yeah. like really raw emotion that it sounds like yeah. you were kind of missing anyway, right? Right. I just went into a depression afterwards. Um, it's not so much that he was famous. He was just one of the kindest men I've ever met. I mean, 
And he knows, he knows what depression is, you know, and I won't say too much on that, to give it away, but he could relate. We, we kind of related on that. Uh, so your husband found out about it. Yeah. Did you at now at this point have some kind of real deep conversation about what's going on in your marriage? I wouldn't say deep. My husband's not one to uh, talk about feelings. I do know he loves me because he stuck by me through all of this, like a lot of wives do with their husbands, you know, and maybe he felt guilty or as part of it was his fault. I don't think sex is important to him. Um, there are people who are like that. Yeah. And it wasn't an open marriage by any means. He was never okay with it. But he never made demands of me, like, stop doing this. There was no threats. I'll leave you. He forgave me, but it did definitely, uh, there's that unspoken hurt there, you know? And when certain songs come on, he changes the channel. He has an issue with it. Well, you know? I would too, because he knows what, what feelings you attach right. to it, right? It's not quite sure that it's truly over with this person. I mean, it is. But every time I go out, there's a fear in him. Are you really going out with your girlfriends? Or are you meeting this person? You know, he even looked up this person's schedule to see when this person's in town. When I happen to go out with the girls during that time period, he, he will say things like, I hope you're not seeing so-and-so. And I have to assure him, N I'm not. So um, the trust is gone. Right. How long ago was, was this affair? A couple years ago. Wow. So pretty recent still. Yeah. Have you seen anyone else or been with anyone else since other than your husband? One or two people, but not soon after that because I was trying to um, get over him and that didn't help. After one or two people, I have been completely faithful to him. More because I just don't want to do that anymore. Don't you feel like if it's not resolved between you and your husband, that it's going to continue happening because you're young, you're vibrant, Thank you're you. a sexual person. <laughs> you you want these things and you deserve these things that if you don't get it resolved, that you're going to continue being unfaithful? I do think about that, you know, um, but I don't want just one night stands. It would have to be someone that truly wants a relationship with me. Now that I'm a little older, I really know what I want and I know that I can pursue it if I want to. I don't want to hurt my husband. I want to grow old with him. I go back and forth. Sometimes I go, well, sex is not that important. If we just grow old together, we can enjoy our grandkids in the future and we can, we enjoy each other's company. We like going to dinner, going on vacation, things like that. But he's not a, he's not a go out party night person. And I am, that's our differences. He's accepted that I like that. So he's okay with it. I do think about my future. I think about, you know, um, one of my parents passed away recently and I am getting an inheritance. And um, another reason I never left him is I never thought I could, I could survive on my own. I know, and he knows that I can do that now. Mm -hmm. And which by the way, is a position that a lot of women find themselves in the husband's the main breadwinner or she needs his income to keep up the lifestyle that they have. Right. And then when things go bad in areas of your life, you know, like like sex, your sex life and, and, and all that other stuff, they feel like they can't leave because they're dependent. I wouldn't say I'm dependent. Um, I make more money, a little bit more money than him right now. And I kind of always have. There are times when he didn't even get paid by the business he worked for. But now I really feel I could truly live on my own. So that is not one of the issues anymore. He he knows that I think he's scared. We've come to a point where fr we're friends. We do have sex once a week. It's not great. It's not bad. I do because I need it, you know. I But I feel like he's trying to pacify me. Like, I truly feel he could just not have it at all. It's not important to him. 
Well, there's some people like that. And, and in yeah. fact, it's, it's normally the other way around where it's right. the woman who's like that, right? right? Do you think that there's ever a possibility in your marriage that you could stay married to him? Because I believe you love him. I do. Right? I do very much. But there's also another part of you that needs something else that he's not providing. So do you see that it might be possible for you to be in a marriage where you're married, but you also like have a boyfriend? He would never. He'd no. never go for that. Not, not but you. But do you think you're capable of that? Are you capable of being with someone else without subtracting the love you feel with for your husband? If I found the right person. I'm at a point I just don't want the one night stand. You know, when I go with my girlfriends, there's a lot of younger guys. And um, and younger guys are great, but I'm talking really young. <laughs> I mean, over 21, but um, I know what they want, you know, and I don't want that. So hold on. So let me ask you, because I've seen your pictures on social media. You're out with your girlfriends. Okay. You're all these beautiful blondes, you know, at these bars and clubs. Have you found that kind of being the older woman, you get attention from these young guys who are looking for a cougar? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Have you partaken in some of this? You mean like had sex with them? Yeah. In the past, not Uh recently, but I have. I have met some really fun, very attractive guys that always... I don't want to be, keep going on about my weight. I have an issue with my weight, like a lot of women. And I'm a curvy girl. And these guys, they don't care. I mean, right. Well, know? and here's the thing. In everyone that you've talked about so far, the only person who seems to really care that much about your weight is you. Yeah, it's an issue. I've always, I, I didn't have it when I was thin, but you know, because I think it stemmed from my husband starting to not want sex when I started putting on five pounds. And then, you know, after three kids and um, just getting older and I have a, low, a slow metabolism, not eating healthy. I mean, I take responsibility. You know, it happens. And um, But here's the other thing. When men put on weight and lose their hair and get gray and whatever. Right. Like women, for the most part, you don't even really see it. Yeah. You still love them. You still want them. Yes. And I think that is... He's not thin, but he's not obese. But... The other way around, so often the men notice when the wife, that's why we joke about it. I mean, there's a reason these jokes exist because it happens. Yeah. I thought that was the issue. He's assured me again and again, he's never had an issue with my weight. You know, I've had a tummy tuck years ago and a breast augmentation, and I'm thinking of getting lipo again, just for me. I mean. Would that make you like wilder than you already are? It (laughs) might. Like, seriously, if you're able to get this much sex with younger guys and whoever when you go out, can you imagine yeah. if you didn't have any? Well, when after I tummy tuck, I went from a size B uh, bra size to a D and I had a tummy tuck and I had lipo. And I'm not saying that's the answer, ladies, but it did something to my self-esteem. It was like, wow. It made my husband very insecure. He did not like this. I could be in a bikini, you know. We've traveled, you know, to the Caribbean and and Cabo and Hawaii. And I look back at those pictures, I want to be that girl again. It felt great. I felt better in that body than I did when I was in my 20s, you know. For anyone listening and being judgmental about um, women getting, you know, plastic surgery, it appears as if you're getting it for other people, but in actuality, it affects you. Yeah. You're doing it for yourself because it makes you feel better about oh, I've yourself. Had mixed, uh, comments. Most of my girlfriends are very supportive, and a couple of them have had the same thing. 
But I've noticed um, one of my friends that's naturally thin works out all the time. She's gorgeous. She doesn't know what it's like to struggle with her weight. She's very judged. She loves me, but she's very judgmental. I know this isn't a medical uh, need. I don't recommend this for everybody, but for me, it did something. It helped my depression. It helped me feel better about myself. I know people out there are going to say, why don't you just eat healthy and work out? I did do that. For me, that was not helping me, you know, and it actually motivated me to eat healthy and work out. I had a personal trainer three times a week. I joined the gym. And when my membership ran out after a few years and we struggled, we couldn't afford the gym. I know there's other things I could do. I could go take a walk around the neighborhood. I had an elliptical machine. I know that. I admit it. It was a choice I made to not continue. And um, and so now you're thinking about doing it again. I'm just lipo. I don't need the tummy tuck. Is it something that you need to discuss with your husband? No. I mean, he doesn't want me to. Okay, so he already knows. Because he knows how I, I was after. I mean, but that I don't go out and party like I used to, but um, I still enjoy it, you know, depending on my mood. And when I say party, I don't, I don't do drugs. I sometimes have an extra drink or two. But I just like to dance. That's exercise, right? And have fun with my girls. I mean, that's what we do. Right. And so so what I'm finding out um, talking to a lot of women our age is that it's different when you're doing it when, when you're in your 20s. So okay. now that you have, you've right. taken care of the kids, you take care of the husband. Right. You've got your job. Right. This is it's for like you. Release this for is me. for you, right? I get excited like a teenager when one of my girlfriends texts me, hey, you have to go out. You know, it depends on me. Sometimes I'll decline. I'm tired, you know, like we all are. But it's like a, a high. I need to go home and get cleaned up. And, you know, my husband, he gives me grief about it. But I just have fun. This is your recreation. Yeah. This is the time you take for yourself. Sometimes our girlfriends give us more attention and more affirmation than our husbands. I mean, my husband loves me, but he doesn't say I look good or I'm sexy or I'm pretty. And when I ask him, he's like, of course. I mean, that's not what I want, you know? I get that from the girls. And, and I'm not gay. And I have gay friends, so I'm you know, totally liberally minded. But my girlfriends say, you look so pretty tonight. We do it for our friends, I think, more than our partners sometimes. Well, I, I think that we as women realize the power in our words or lack of words that it doesn't cost you anything to pay yeah. someone a compliment. Let's not be kind to each other. You know, and yeah. and just by saying a few things to someone, you can make such a big difference in that person's life. Yes. So we do it freely. Exactly. And it's not the same when you have to ask for a compliment yes. because yes. then it's not a compliment, right? right? Because if I'm not getting, you know, verbal recognition from my husband and he doesn't have a high sex drive, we don't cuddle like we used to. He sits in the recliner, falls asleep. I'm on the couch playing on my phone. He's content with that arrangement. And sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I'm a touchy-feely person. I am a, I feel like that balance is off, you know, my needs being met and it doesn't cost money. It's, you know, you look great or I missed you. I love you. I want you. Those things I think are missing in relationships. We take each other for granted, you know. Mm -hmm. They say that um, people love differently. There are people who love through action. Yes. Um, there are people who love through words, yes. right? And if you don't match up with your partner, you really need to learn how to balance it so exactly. that each person is getting the message in the way that they understand. Right. Like there are women who love just, you know, um, well, I cook and clean for him. I do his laundry. Of course I love him. But maybe he's looking for something else. Like, you right. know, you realize that your situation at home is not going to get better on its own. You know right. that, right? You right. know that. Right. 
you also know that he's probably not going to change no. at this stage no. and age, right? Right. You probably know you're not going to change. I think I'm going to want to go out till I'm an old lady. I don't know. I had a, a great aunt at my wedding, and God bless her. She was out there dancing with us, and she was the cutest thing. And that's, and that's you. me. Yeah, that is you. <laughs> that's me. You know that you don't want to leave him, but you know you need passion and something else that he's not giving right. you. So, so what do you do? That's a good question. You know, um, we don't fight very often anymore, but um, when we do, I'm the one that says cruel things. Like, you know, I don't know if I can put up with this the rest of my life. I act like a spoiled brat sometimes, you know, I want my way. He wants to, you know, go to a dinner, go to a movie, come home, go to bed. And that's great. But sometimes I want to go see a band or go dancing. And I never make him dance because that's not his thing. So I compromise. I say, well, why don't we go here? And if my girlfriends don't come to dance with me, we're just going to enjoy the band. He will sometimes go. But if he says no too much, I'll pout till I get my way. <laughs> I'm embarrassed I act like that, but... I know it works, you know. It just sounds like you really have this battle of, listen, I know what I want. Right. But asking for it creates problems. Yes. Trying to get it creates problems. Yes. Um, I don't envy your position because you love him, but... Yes. You also like, love example, yourself. Me, with, with my husband, I have, I have to say how I expect an evening to go. So I've learned I won't get disappointed and upset. I had to specifically say to him, I don't expect you to dance. I know you don't like to dance. And then, so you don't have to drive home because I know you don't want to go this far distance. I have planned out we're going to get a hotel nearby. I know you get tired. I, I do want to make love to you that night. I have to I have to spill it out. You've got to get it on his schedule. I do. Wow. I have to book. These are my expectations. <laughs> uh -huh. So he doesn't say, well, you know, because in the past he say, well, you know, you got to go dancing and I'm tired, you know. And once I said it to him, it, everything went fine. But it's kind of sad that I have to spell it out, you yeah. know? I so, mean, it, I mean, it, it kind of <laughs> takes out some of the fun and some of the passion when you have to schedule right. it. Right. Like, I have to say, I want you to make love to me. I mean, I, you know, we watch these movies. It's all romantic. And that's not how real life is sometimes. So many relationships don't work out because I think the, the expectations and needs are so different. Have you ever thought about getting outside help, like a counselor or therapist or anything like that? We've gotten a marriage counseling, but his excuses are, I'm tired. I work hard, you know, and we do have sex once a week. And it's not how often. It's like, do you want me? He's not spontaneous. He used to be romantic. I wouldn't say he's romantic anymore. I don't feel I have unrealistic expectations. You know, we still have two grown kids in the house. Are there other issues in the bedroom? Like, does he have he to take Viagra? Uh huh. And that's common at this age. Of course, it is. Um, it doesn't bother me. Okay. And yeah, I don't think it bothers most but I think women. You, don't you care. Take, you have to wait a while before they can perform, right? So it has to be planned. Right. Right. Well, we well, don't plan it, but you're, you're kind of already planning it anyway. Like every, <laughs> like tonight, I get lucky, you know. Um, and I did last night, which is unusual. Like Saturdays is our thing, so you know, so he'll be so up soon. <laughs> Saturdays is sex night for you guys. Yeah, yeah. And last night was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> How often does that happen that that you spontaneously have sex? Not often. <laughs> Not often. Not often enough for you. Yeah. 
I noticed something. If other people pay attention to me, then that's kind of like a little aphrodisiac to him. Because it's not just guys. I mean, I ran into some girlfriends there and they're telling me in front of them how pretty I looked and they, they're complimenting me. And I think maybe that makes him look at me again because I think he just takes me for granted. Is he a jealous person? He's jealous because he wants me to be faithful to him. He doesn't want me with anyone else. But I think his fear, I can't speak for him, is that I will leave him if he puts any demands on the situation. Are you a jealous person? I, I am. Um, okay, yeah. for, for one moment, let's turn the situation around. Okay. If your husband, who is the one who's been out having affairs, would you still be with him at this point? No. I know I'm a hypocrite. But no, I think that's why part of me is afraid to leave him because if I meet a guy that has a high sex drive, there's odds that he would cheat. Do you think that uh, humans were made to be monogamous? That's a good question. Um, in a perfect world, um, I don't know. So your so your if answer I, is no. If I met the right guy, I would love <laughs> us both to be monogamous, you know. But I don't know if I can be forever. It appears like your husband could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've given it some thought. I'm not sure that there's an answer for it. But as you sit here now, knowing what you know about yourself, knowing what you know about your husband knowing what you want, are you going to continue on this path, stay with your husband and kind of jump in and out of affairs to kind of appease yourself and your needs? I don't know. It's not like I have a plan to think about it all the time. I can see a nice life with him the rest of my life as far as being good friends and enjoying some things together. But I change my mind constantly. Am I going to just give up that need for passion and accept this life? because I'm getting older? Or do I want to explore that side while, while I have time? It, it's a constant battle, you know? Like, do I do what I want or do I do what I feel I should do? And I'm tired of fighting for what I want. I try to compromise, but sometimes I feel like I'm compromising to what he wants. It, it's a hard thing. Let's move away from your marriage for a little bit okay. and talk about any other sexual experiences that, that you may have. Have you ever been in a threesome? Yes, my best friend and her ex-husband for his 40th birthday, and in Vegas uh, a few times. And how was it? It was weird. She always feels I'm getting more attention. It's funny. My, my best friend, she's wild. She's the one that wants that more than me. Sometimes I think she has feelings for me. My husband does think that. Sometimes I do. We've never addressed it. I think she uses that opportunity to be with me. And I'm okay with it. I'm an open person. Um, but she gets jealous that the guy's paying more attention to me or she's not getting enough of my attention. It always turns out awkward with her and me. So I just stopped doing that because we get in little arguments. I was going to say, and yet you keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd always be her idea, you know? Like, I just have this feeling and I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to address it with her. Has your husband ever talked about that kind? Has your husband ever expressed any kind of interest in any kind of sexual activity other than what sounds like a very traditional you know, like missionary style type guy. Does he have fantasies? Um, he's more of a old school, you know. So he's old school, one sex. man, one woman. Yeah, he's the Fifty okay. Shades came out and made me feel good because he always thought that I was kind of like, you're into that, you know? It's like, this is, it's now into the mainstream. Where I always felt bad for wanting that kind of stuff. And he made me feel bad for wanting it. A lot of people like that. <laughs> I'm not weird. <laughs> Uh, what other uh, what other sexual kinks do you say that you have? I like to be spanked. 
sex toys in the bedroom. Are you okay He's with it? He's insecure with it. You he know, does not use the vibrator, and I wish he would. That's so sad. Yeah. He thinks that he's not enough then. It's, I don't know. I'm curious if that's a Have, lot of men's insecurities. Yeah, of course it is. Um, but normally, as the guy gets older, he realizes that our bodies are different, and we need something right. like that sometimes, and they don't care anymore. But your husband still feels threatened by that? I have to take the vibrator into the shower after to, to finish for myself, you know? He knows that. He used to have an issue. He just knows that's what I got to do, you know? And I feel bad. But do you, we just, I just can't get there with him anymore. Uh, how long has that been? Years. So for years, you've been having sex with your husband and not orgasm? No orgasm. Oh. No. It's sad. I don't even know what an orgasm is anymore. It's Unless you give sad. it to yourself? Sometimes. But yeah. We like doggy style. Um, I just can't get excited at all by the man on top. It just doesn't do it for well, me. Well, it, it actually doesn't do it for most women. Like, yeah. yeah. And, how about um, oral sex? Because that, for most sometimes, women. Sometimes, not always. Sometimes? Sometimes. But you know what? I am more turned on by finger play. Really? Yeah, he's really good at that, I have to say. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I've, you're the first, actually, you're the really? first woman I've ever met who said really? that. Really? That's interesting. Well, my understanding is women can orgasm vaginally or clitoris, right? And I think, for me, clitoris is more. Yeah. I just can't the other way. And I've, I have read that a lot of women can't. No, most women can't. You would have to really be um, tight and, and have really good um, muscle strength, I think. Do those kegels. You Wait, know? Okay, ready? Let's do it together. Ready? <laughs> I One, know, right two, <laughs> three. Okay. Hey, hold on. Let me keep up with you. <laughs> That's Kylie, everyone. Thanks so much for sharing your story. I know it can't be easy, and I hope that you find some way to work this out because everyone deserves to be loved and yet everyone also deserves um, a partner who is honest and truthful to them. All right, next time on Consenting Adults, a little side action turns into a whole new lifestyle. I got into um, having threesomes with my best friend, who is a female, with my previous husband. And um, when the marriage broke up, I continued to have sex with her, and so when Liam and I got together, I, I basically said on our first date, um, I like having sex with my best friend. I don't really want to stop, so if you're okay with that, we'll probably be a good match. That's next time on Consenting Adults. Consenting Adults.